With so much going on, it's increasingly hard to tear ourselves away for the PAX panel discussions. One that did get our attention was the Bioshock Infinite session, where creator Ken Levine and actors Troy Baker and Courtney Draper revealed some of the methods used to create the game's lead characters, Booker and Elizabeth. Promise me that if it comes to it, you will not let him take me back. Well, we had really painted ourselves into a corner on Bioshock because if people are familiar with, you know, the twist where you learn who Jack is and where he came from, the fact that he was sort of that, you know, he's this cipher who is by design a cipher. We couldn't really go back another, make another game, honestly, where you were a cipher because originally, because I think the first question people would be asking is, okay, who's, you know, who's he really? You know, who is this guy? That really left us with a problem. And I think that whenever we have a real problem, we always try to say, okay, well, what's the opportunity in this problem? And the opportunity we found was, let's go against what our instinct is and let's really try to embrace character in the storytelling. Because, you know, if you look at Bioshock 1, it's basically a museum piece. You know, you're in rapture after it's fallen apart and after the party's over. And we said, well, what if in this story, you were the catalyst for what happens in Columbia in a lot of ways? And what that meant is, okay, well, if you're a catalyst, you have to be sort of a living, breathing person. And that's where Booker DeWitt came in. And then if we wanted Booker to have a character to interact with, you know, um, we had an idea to have this woman, Elizabeth, in this story, but we never really thought about the kind of what that would mean in terms of building a relationship between the two of them. And in fact, for a long time, both Booker and Elizabeth were silent because we were, you know, it's that thing like you're, you have your, you're hanging over the precipice, but you don't want to make the jump. And for a long time, like, people would say, well, Elizabeth would say this. Like, no, 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 she's not going to say anything. She's not going to talk. She's not going to talk. And then I realized that was just not going to be, that was not a sensible thing to do. And it, was a miss, and it would be a missed opportunity. And so we just started talking about, well, what would it mean to be a person, to be Booker, and to have this person with you and do it in a way that people hadn't really seen before? And, you know, and that started a very long and challenging, probably the most challenging process in this game is, is Elizabeth and Booker. Ken and I have had several conversations about this. You know, when you take an FPS, it's also an RPG, and then, which the whole point is to be this immersive experience. But then when you give that first player or first person character a voice, you can be, sometimes you can, and I've seen it happen before, to where you actually pull the player out of that experience. Because I wouldn't say something like that, I wouldn't do that. So here you have a narrative and, and a huge story that you're trying to convey. And you also have a character that is incredibly stoic. He's the strong, silent type and never says anything without thinking about it first. How do you convey that kind of emotion and intention without seeing the face? You know, and a lot of actors give you the eyes, you know? And you can't do that in this case. You've got two hands. And what was really cool was, you know, I told Ken, I was like, this is really ambitious. Are we gonna be able to pull this off? And uh, it was really cool because he's embraced this phrase and drilled it in my head of draining the swamp, of just pulling any of the ideas that you think you need to compensate and just really trusting it. Because the, the benefit and the asset that we have in this is we have Elizabeth there to really sell the fact that Booker's taking a second on this decision. He doesn't know what to do. He's scared. He's awed by what she just did. So the way we work this is, you know, usually when we did System Shock and Bioshock, I never met any of the actors on Bioshock. I met them over the phone, and we would just do, basically, I'd be sitting there in a conference room on a speakerphone, and we would have the actor in New York or in LA, and I'd be directing them over the phone, and they had this script, and I would do some rewriting on the fly. I had a fair amount of rewriting on the fly. But it was, by nature, there wasn't, it wasn't a very intimate process. And with Booker and Elizabeth, we decided very early on that we would need to get to know each other. Um, 
so we actually flew Courtney and, and Troy out, and they actually flew next, they sat next to each other on the plane and really got mm -hmm. to know each other. So by the time they came in, they already had understanding of each other, they knew each other, which you don't get a, a lot of opportunity to do. And that, we were in a space of... Oh my god, that room was so small. Four feet by five feet, maybe? Six feet by five feet? We were close. <laughs> we were real close. And so when she's looking up at me, I am literally, I mean... Like right in front of my right, face. Right in her face. And it, it got, I mean, we're, we're able to look at that now and laugh, but it was awkward. <laughs> it was, and this was, I mean, really this, awkward. Was, this was the, the, the my callback. 